Lightning with a two and a half length lead of 16th to go. Looking at Lee is second. Then comes Battle of Midway, Classic Empire. They're coming to the line, and the dream comes true. Always Dreaming has won the Kentucky Derby. We're all about the ponies here on the Vic Lombardi Show. In fact, I experienced the ponies about a year ago when I made the trek out to Arapahoe Park here. Actually rode a horse, a thoroughbred, then called a horse race along with Kyle Keefe. And the gentleman who made that happen joins us on the hotline right now, Jonathan Horowitz. Jonathan, I understand that you are calling from... Parts unknown in Spain? Why are you in Spain? Right now, I'm actually in the Prado Museum in Madrid, and I'm in Spain because on Kentucky Derby Day, I'll be broadcasting races at a track in Seville, Grand Hippodromo de Andalusia, and I've been participating in an Arabian horse racing conference in Madrid. So it'll be a unique derby experience for me to follow it internationally. You, you know, it's remarkable. Here we are talking to a guy halfway across the globe, and his phone service works better than Moses did yesterday on this show. Uh, so kudos to you and whatever phone you're using there, Jonathan. Um, all right, so let, let's start from the very beginning. This year's running of the Derby, and when you look at all three big races, is there any potential for a triple crown horse here? This year, definitely. And I think there could be a few potentials because the way this Kentucky Derby stacked up, it sets up in the deepest Kentucky Derby in many years. There's several talented horses starting at the top with Justify, a very young, inexperienced horse, only began racing a few months ago, has only had three lifetime starts. But I was at Santa Anita when he won the, the Santa Anita Derby in his big prep for the Kentucky Derby out in California. And, and his horse is so good and so talented, but... I don't even think he's hit the full potential of his talent because when he was running down the back stretches, jockey Mike Smith, who, who's been at the highest levels of racing, he just gave him a free rein. The horse was cantering. He was out for a Sunday jog while the others were, were revved up in a big race. So he, he has the potential to be a, a superstar, mm. and he's got such a laid-back demeanor as well. He'd be the top horse, but I think there's a few others you could point to as well. And then if those horses win the Kentucky Derby, you can start thinking about Triple Crown with the Preakness and then the Belmont. Give us a horse, Jonathan, that's not considered among the favorites, an outsider that could surprise. Is there somebody that you're looking at saying, okay, this guy, watch out? I think the horse that actually could potentially have been a favorite any other year, um, Audible, who's going to break a few positions to the inside of Justify, this horse hasn't done anything wrong. Audible, who, who actually has a similar owner to, to Justify and Windstar Farm, he comes in from the Kentucky Derby prep races in Florida. He made a big mid-race move and won the Florida Derby by three lengths, but that was one of the early Kentucky Derby preps. So it's kind of gone a little bit under the radar and the more recent Kentucky Derby preps, like the Arkansas Derby and the Santa Anita Derby, they've been the ones that, that people have put the spotlight on. But I think Audible may have been a horse that, that has been forgotten. The international horse, who is somewhat well-regarded, but normally you don't put a lot of stock in the international contenders. But this year's international horse, Mendelssohn, he won the Derby race in the United Arab Emirates by 18 and a half lengths. He was also a $3 million purchase as a yearling at the one-year-old. Plus, he's a half-brother 
so one of the best female horses of our generation in Beholder. Um, so I think those two horses may be a little bit under the radar because they don't come to the, the Kentucky Derby in, in the way that you'd be looking for Kentucky Derby winners if you're handicapping the race. Why are there so many darn horses in this year's field? They're 20 deep. Is that usual? This seems a lot more than normal. For the Derby is, is almost an outlier in, in horse racing. The biggest field that you'll have in the United States is 14, with the exception of the Derby. They widen the track at the start so that they can get 20 horses in there. The crowd is the biggest crowd that you'll get for American racing. It'll be over 150,000, maybe approaching 170,000 people. And that can be a tough environment for what really are young horses. They're only three years old. Mm -hmm. And so now they have to run in a very big field in front of a very large crowd. And they're not machines as as if you got the experience when when you hopped on uh, one of the, the horses at Arapahoe Park they kind of have to have the demeanor for it, and not all of them do. So it takes a very talented horse physically, and it also takes the horses mentally tough as well. Visiting with Jonathan Horowitz, who is in Spain, uh, in Madrid. Uh, now, I thought Spain was known for the running of the bulls. I didn't think horse racing was that big a deal. It, it is. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting to experience racing in Spain. And in horse racing, I've been very fortunate to – have the chance to experience racing in a lot of different countries because it, it really is a, a global sport. But at the same time, when it takes place in each different country, it has its own flavor, almost kind of like if you go to different ballparks in the United States. Same sport, but each time you go to a different ballpark, you get a little bit of a different atmosphere. And this will be my first time mm. broadcasting at a, a Spanish race track. Uh, I've been brushing up a little bit on, on my Espanol, but uh, we'll, we'll see how I do. All right. Uh, are they still talking about Kyle and I's call at Arapahoe Park last year? Um, I understand um, that a few people told me never to go back. Well, my ears uh, up until about a month ago were still ringing yes. uh, from, from that race call. And I remember very clearly, uh, I mean, how could I forget, the, the horse you announced was named Yes Mary. And, and randomly, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks during the season, <laughs> Someone named Mary would come up to the announcer's booth and was very disappointed to see me. I was really looking for you. Oh, Jonathan, you're the best. Hey, man, I appreciate a few minutes this morning. Thank you very much. I don't think we've ever had a guest call from this far away. From Madrid, so Spain. international guest on, uh, on the Vic Lombardi show? Yes, you are our very first international. So thanks again, man. Uh, looking forward to watching the race tomorrow, and we'll see when you get back in town. Hey, thanks. That's going to the top of my resume, man. Take care, man. <laughs> Jonathan Horowitz, who is in Spain, calling horse racing. All right, so we can have some fun here. Manchester is at the Derby. Yeah. Who do you think he's?